Previously on the Tony Kornheiser Show. Yeah, North Carolina's a really good team. Baylor's been struggling with some injuries, but I have Baylor winning that game. Okay. St. Mary's, which is the Gonzaga League, St. Mary's UCLA. I was watching a St. Mary's game earlier this year, and every single player on their team looks like they're in their mid-30s. They're a fun team to watch. (laughs) The Tony Kornheiser Show is on now. So we got this great email, and I don't have it in front of me because I don't have the emails in front of me. But we got this great email. Oh, here it is. Here it is. I got to mention this because that was Spike Braun from yesterday. You're calling out the guys in the mid-30s. This is from Jordan Chance (laughs) in Lindenhurst, New York, on Long Island. That was funny of Nigel to hire an ESPN college basketball insider to pose as Spike Braun on Tuesday's Bracket Show. Looking forward to hearing the picks from the high-pitched squeal that is the actual Spike. What's that? That was actually Spike? And just like that, I got old fast. It's just, you know. Yeah, Spike sounds like an adult at this point. Choklahoma. All right, so here's here's what we're doing. Um, This is our third day of brackets. We have reached out to people that you know, whose voices you know over long periods of time, to ask them as well to send in brackets so that everyone here will be represented. Nigel will have a bracket. Reginald will have a bracket. Michael, I hope, will have a Phil's bracket. Phil's mom has a bracket that is, yeah. that so is we're on good. our list. And watch out for the second-round matchup in the East. Yeah, so we will, yeah. <laughs> so so today we will have Chuck Todd and Pat Forty and Greg Garcia. Yes. We'll do that, and Chuck joins us now. And just, there's a couple of things I want to say before we get Chuck's picks. One is that I'm sure he's happy that we're not going to talk about Ukraine on any level and the great sadness and heartbreak there and the absolute immorality of just murdering people, of just murdering people whose crime is they live somewhere you want. So we don't have to talk about that because Chuck has to do that all the time. But what we do have to talk about is a story in the Post. This is such local interest. Strasburg's not going to be ready for opening day. He's not going to be ready for opening day. Please, this is news? How does this make it into a news section? I believe this is called the old. I mean, it's not news. How much time off does he need? Every like, pitch, really? How many pitches? A more. So he signs that contract. He signs that contract. And he's pitched 48 innings, is it? Since he signed that contract in, after the World Series? Right? Not is it over two innings? years? It's yeah, over two years. I mean, he's, like you think yeah. Ben Simmons doesn't play? <laughs> this guy doesn't play. He doesn't play. And, 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 I don't and mean, the quotes are, uh, it is what it is. I'll be ready when I'm ready. Okay. But, Annabelle, but we got Annabelle Sanchez on a minor league contract. So, you know. With Annabelle Sanchez, the last time we saw him, 14 years ago, he couldn't get out of the first inning. Float like yeah, a butterfly. It, Did he get better? And, of course, uh, bringing back the Beltway mid to no, he's got to lose, lose his little – I mean, I think Pablo Espino is going to end up the fifth starter again, who turned out to be oh. the most competent bad pitcher we had. He was fine. Yeah, if you only wanted innings. him to go five. Yeah, right. you he, know, he, he was he fine. He ate up innings. But I, I'll tell yeah. you, anyway, I, go ahead. that whole – I sent you that little thing. I mean – the Nats yeah. are, don't even realize it. They don't care that all they're promoting is they, they did this thing called Juan Solo. Obviously, they were trying to make, a, I guess, a Han Solo pono, pun. But you sit there and you're like, yeah, it's Juan Solo. Every game, it's, Juan Soto yeah. by himself. And they yeah. don't care. So they sign one-year deals to pretend to put protection so he can get his stats. That's it. I believe we've seen this career. It's called Mike Trout. I, well, at least you could say about Mike Trout that he enjoyed where he was and stayed where he was. I don't think Soto sure. will stay here if this is what it's going to be. 
If this is what it's going to be. Anyway, let's move on to better things. How about the fact that they went to Soto? How about the fact that they said Soto really likes the Nelson Cruz signing? (laughs) Yeah, he likes him. They they made sure to let us know. He's his grandfather. Yeah. Here we go. We're going to start in the top right on my bracket, which is the Arizona bracket. Give me any upsets, Chuck, in the first round, including nine over eight. TCU and let's see, Colorado State's not an upset. Uh, Loyal Chicago. And mm-hmm. uh, South Dakota State. And LSU's not considered an upset, right? But I'm, I'm betting on, I'm betting my, that's my Steve Fisher team. Meaning, you remember that? LSU. But you, yeah. yes, but you're, you, you went all the way down to the Midwest. You, you, you and, skipped a bracket yeah, on me. Oh, I'm sorry. I went, oh, I did. I apologize. I should have yeah. stopped. I, so, I went all so the way down to the right side of my bracket. Yep. TCU and Loyola, and that's all you got? Yes, sir. In terms of upsets. Yes, okay. Sir. All right. So let me write these things in. So you've got you got Tennessee over Longwood. Longwood sent us beautiful stuff that I will talk about later, but they, they don't figure to be Tennessee because, as I said the other day, the well, best I really team I saw not. all I got, weekend was Tennessee. Yeah. They're the best. I'm with you. So I think, I, yeah. Didn't Rick Barnes back in the day used to have a a, a, a one and done record there for a little while, where he used to Rick sing, Barnes. Oh, perpetually underperform. They'd get 25-win teams at Texas or whatever, and he'd yes. never get out of the first weekend. Yeah, That's right. And he had Kevin Durant for the one great yes, year did. of Kevin Durant, where everybody, yes, including me, said he's too thin. He can't be a pro. He he's the best basketball pro. player in the world. Him. Can you imagine if Kevin he wasn't Durant. thin? Yeah. yeah he, all, right. all right. Give us uh, give us your final four in the, in the top right. So then I have Arizona uh, beating TCU, Illinois beating Houston, Tennessee beating Colorado State and Loyola, Chicago pulling the villain, uh, upset over Villanova. I will tell you, I have a, I ended up with a Big East bias, negative so, and I only could chalk it up to either hating Saliza in Georgetown or maybe <laughs> loving Saliza in Georgetown. Or I just, every time I'd watch a Big East game, it couldn't be more boring. It's somebody up 20 and down 20. I don't, I don't have a lot of faith in the Big East, so I will admit to either being totally uninformed about the Big East or just having a bias against them. So I've done I watched, I watched a lot of Big East games, not fully through, but a lot of Big East games. I don't think any of them are any good. I, and I love Jay Wright. Okay. I, don't I don't think, feel, I don't think any of them that. are any good. I don't. I Me personally. Thing. I thought the okay. same thing. Uh, you, I feel like if they, weren't, if they didn't have a national television contract, we'd be saying that the Mountain West and the Big East were kind of the same this year. The they're Big East not, just treated just like this good. major conference, and I just like, eh. And you know what? Yeah. And when it's the UConn-Providence final, we'll all look like idiots. Well, anyway. but I also, I will say this about Providence, and, and I, I think Ed Cooley is a good coach, and I think it's a good program. Every time I watch Providence, they would come in, they'd be ranked in the top 15, and they would be losing by 15 by halftime. And I go, well, what, what's the big deal with Providence? So anyway, okay, Arizona-Illinois. Uh, so Arizona-Illinois, I got Arizona, and then Tennessee-Loyal-Chicago, I got Tennessee. And then and who you got um, coming out? I'm taking Tennessee over Arizona and put them in the board. Good for you. It, Everybody, it, it, the bias this year is towards the West. It is pro Gonzaga. It is pro Arizona. It is pro UCLA. Tennessee, again, is the best team I watched last weekend. I don't know I, if they can do that again, but they were the best team I watched. All right. Yeah, All right, I, I did not region. see enough of Arizona to fall in love with them the way everybody else had, I'll admit. Yeah. All right. Next Go week, to the Kansas. Right? Yeah. All right. I was trying to give you that a little too quick before. Apologies for that. 
Uh, South Dakota State and Miami are my hmm. two upsets. Everything else is chalk. So you've got Wisconsin, and you you do have LSU, despite the fact that they fired their coach. I do. I'm you I'm going it. with the rally around the assistant approach. Mm-hmm. By the okay. way, the uh, it's pretty clear why LSU fired their coach before the NCAA tournament. They were afraid. What if he won two games? Then what do you do? They'd right? have to keep him. Yeah, they right. have to keep him, and he's cheap. So Although, as I, I've, I've said a couple of times, everything he cheated doing is now legal. It's now legal. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how it works. All right, who yeah. you got? Kansas, San Diego State. Who you got? Uh, I have Kansas. Mm-hmm. Uh, Iowa over South Dakota State, which is a game I hope mm-hmm. does happen because uh, they may right. score a, a two hundred. Iowa, uh, and then I'm. Um, there's a reason I'm putting LSU over Wisconsin. You'll see that in a minute. Uh, but I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna take LSU over Wisconsin, uh, and then I'm putting Miami over Auburn. I'm blowing this bracket up a little bit. I'll okay, so it's it not like second. you want to get to LSU Auburn with two coaches who've cheated repeatedly in their lives. So you <laughs> no, I'm not that, You're not setting not, that up. I'm not setting okay. that up. I'm setting up the fact okay. that I'm about to be I'm about to pay a lot of money to the University of Miami uh, for my for my oldest. Uh, so okay. plus my so own, you have Miami my beating bias. LSU. Miami being I have Miami being Auburn and Miami being LSU. I do. Okay, and, and I actually top? believe Miami can beat Auburn. Um, the way they play defense, they, they, this is a, they're, they have three super seniors, you know, guys that have been there six years. Yeah. Um, yeah. They play really smart. They're in every game. They won't get blown up by anybody. They're yeah. in every game. All right. Um, but then I have Kansas over Miami. So you have Kansas over Iowa and Kansas. Oh, that, and, and that's fair. Um, yeah. I like Jim Laranega. Have you noticed that Jim Laranega and, and uh, Jim Beheim now look Almost identical. The same. No, they, it, they, they, they the do look balding, identical. Yes, they have the yeah. same balding white hair. Um, right. You know, They're the same size. Orange, and they were, they were the same size. They were really good players as kids. They were really, really good players in college. Both of they them. They showed that really side good players in college. side where they played. You're like, oh, my God, I can't, I can't tell them apart. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. On the, uh, on the West. Um, the Gonzaga bracket. We got Gonzaga. All right. Top. Uh, I am taking the winner of tonight's game over Alabama. And whoever it is, whoever it is, I am uh, betting again on those. Uh, they have an injury. They have too many injuries, right? Plus erratic play. Uh, I'll, I'll take the, uh, the one of these. What is it? The, the winner of the 11 games seems to always win another game of the plan. That has happened. It feels well, like a lot. It, it when the, when they started putting <clears throat> good teams in the play-in game, when mm-hmm. they started doing that, Syracuse did that and went to the Final Four, and UCLA did that and went to the Final Four in the Don't last. Don't forget VCU. Years. Okay, and VCU. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Gonzaga, Boise State. Gonzaga. Uh, I'm going to take Arkansas over UConn. I will make a confession. I wanted to. Put Arkansas in the Final Four until they ended up in Gonzaga's bracket. Um, yeah. I have Texas Tech over tonight's winner, uh, and mm-hmm. then I'm um, I'm dumping Duke here. You gonna say Davidson will beat Duke? I'm gonna I'm gonna put Davidson over Duke. Duke's going down somewhere. It's that te- they don't play like a team. I, I I've watched I, of all the teams. I feel like I've watched a lot all year. It's Duke. Their best game was the game against Gonzaga. They haven't been any good since. 
That was in November or December. That's mm-hmm. a long time ago. That was not even this year. Okay, Gonzaga, Arkansas. I uh, Gonzaga. Like I said, I really wanted to put Arkansas any other bracket. I'd have had them going further, but Gonzaga. And Texas Tech, Davidson. And Texas Tech over Davidson. And then Gonzaga. Um, I Gonzaga. I'm tempted on Texas Tech, but um, it. it uh, I think, yeah, I'm, I'm going with Timmy. I will say this: the guy Sorry. who coaches Texas I went Tech. Over somebody said there. He knows. Work for you, Kornheiser, uh, Michael. No, Timmy. Yeah, no, I got that. Yeah, I got that. Right, I got. Right. Yeah, but it was wasn't as great as I think you hoped it would be. <laughs> I, it you're right. Wasn't. It didn't. It was okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Reginald Pooh. The guy who coaches right. Texas Tech is good. He's good. There, every year you say to yourself, "How can you get players at Texas Tech? How can this work?" And you know, and and they're good. Okay, the Baylor region. Go ahead. Who you got? Uh, let's see, Akron and Virginia Tech. Akron over UCLA, wow. Yeah. Wow. The MAC. this is a bet on the MAC. I actually have a uh, long-term bet on UCLA to the Final Four on on our friends at Mr. FanDuel. Um, But the MAC every year, um, they find a way to win a game. And um, I think they're being a little under-talked and, you know, takes UCLA a while to get going. If they get by a game, then I would be afraid of them. But they're going to be vulnerable in this first game. So Fabulous. The Akron Zips. The yeah, Zips. The zag. You've got, nobody who's yeah, done this yet has done that. Okay, Baylor, really? Carolina. Am I really the first Akron pick? Yes, the first Akron pick. 13? Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm. Well, there you go. Baylor, Carolina. Who you got? UNC. Really, you're knocking out. You're knocking out a number one on the first weekend. Good I'm, for you. I, this, yeah, this feels like the will. This one number one is going to go down this weekend. This doesn't feel like okay. a dominant enough set of number ones for them right. for for us not to lose one. Um, and Baylor seems the Baylor seems to be the one in the with the worst matchup here. Okay, I mean, Saint Mary's Akron. Uh, Saint Mary's. Um, um, Virginia Tech, Purdue. Purdue. And, and Murray State, Kentucky, Battle of Kentucky. I just, I just want to see that game. I really hope that game happens. I mean, I'm bummed about the Murray State San Francisco, but you do get the sense they wanted that Kentucky Murray State matchup. Um, yep. yep. I, 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 I'm not brave enough to pick Murray, uh, but I, I, I think that is going to be something. Uh, but Kentucky. This is, again, this is when Loyola of Chicago plays the University of Illinois mm-hmm. or something like that. There are all these kids that are not recruited, and they all they want to do, they don't care if they lose every other game in their lives, if they can beat that team, if they can beat that team. So, you know. All right. Uh, this UNC, is the year, it may be the year of Murray State. John Morant may take Memphis farther than anybody Maybe. thought was possible. And this, yep. So you never know. Yep. Um, I got uh, St. Mary's over UNC. Wow, and I got, got two from Kentucky. that conference, I, and I got Kentucky over Purdue, and then my four, my four ended up chalky, uh, and then I have Kentucky in the final four. Okay, so you have Kentucky, Gonzaga, and Tennessee, Kansas. Let's mm-hmm. go to Kentucky, Gonzaga. Who you like? Uh, Gonzaga. Okay, and in Tennessee, Kansas, I have Tennessee, and who wins? And. and well, on my pool, I have Gonzaga. I, I've been tempted to switch because you're saying everybody's picking Gonzaga or Arizona just to be different. Yeah, 
uh, with yeah. Tennessee. So I'll go ahead and say Tennessee just to uh, just to shake it up. And I'll Good. admit I flip. I'm flipping here on the fly just to just to. Uh, I'll say this about Rick Barnes. He's one of these guys. He's been around forever. Never won the big game. And it does seem as if this team never quits. I'll give them that. They don't quit. I look at at the biggest surprise for me, and this is years and years of watching college basketball. The Big East isn't any good. And the SEC is. The SEC is good. And you go, how did this happen? It used to be simply Kentucky. Remember, Chuck? It was one team. And then every once in a while, there'd be another team that was pretty good, but they weren't sustained over any long period of time until Florida won a couple of championships. And then Billy Donovan got out of there, got out of Dodge. Um, and now there's five, six teams that are pretty good. They're pretty well, good. It, it's my understanding that basically it was sort of a the commissioner said, hey, our TV contract only gets more valuable uh, in basketball, if we have a better league, and it was sort of like you're making all this money in football, use some of it to improve. And remember, they went That's through right. this. They and and it was something like half the league hired some pretty A-list coaches, you know. And then what? Remember, South Carolina got to a Final Four, although they just fired that guy. But they got yeah, to a Final Frank Four. Martin. You know, everybody yeah. seemed to. Georgia went and hired Tom Crean, who I know a little bit. He's a great guy. Stinks. Hard to see. But he stinks. Go, but, They're going to fire him. But they were yeah, terrible. Right. They didn't, they, they, That's right. You got to perform. So, but they seem to care more about college basketball than they ever, you know, than they did, say, 10, 15 well, years ago. Pat Forty, who's going to be on in a second, but Pat Forty says that you're right, that it is about football, that they said, we're making all this money, let's get good in basketball, too. We understand what our priorities are, but let's mm-hmm. get good in basketball, too, because it makes the SEC network a more valuable property. There's no question about you're that. You're right. No, 100%. So. And plus, it, hey, a lot of those, a lot of their markets have no pros. So college stuff is the most important thing. And it, mm-hmm. and they, so it I mean, sense. you know, some of those SEC schools, before the last five years, the number two sport was baseball, not basketball. Yeah. LSU, certainly. Mm-hmm. LSU mm-hmm. was great with Skip Bertman. All right. But thank you, Chuck. State, we'll talk schools, during yeah. the tournament. All right. All right bye. Bye. Chuck Todd, boys and girls. We'll take a break. And Pat Forty is next. So I'm Tony Kornheiser. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Tony Kornheiser Show. Tom Brady's unretired. Giselle needed a dryer. He's sick of household pliers. Tom Brady's unretired. Tom Brady's unretired. He's bored and uninspired. With yard work he was mired. Tom Brady's unretired. Gosh, that loss to the Rams was quite a blow. That ain't why a guy comes to Tampa Bay, you know. Tom Brady's unretired. Obama's been rehired. Bring back Rocky Blyer. Tom Brady's unretired. Tom Brady's unretired. His new plans, they backfired. 
guess he's just hardwired. Tom Brady's unretired. The brilliant Dan Byrne. And to this topic, Dan Shaughnessy lit up Tom Brady the other day in the Globe. <laughs> lit him up, blew his brains out, really. Pat Forty joins us now. Did you see? Did you see what Shaughnessy wrote by any chance about Brady? He killed him, Pat. I, he killed him. I, I did not. I feel uh, uh, like I missed something there, but I have to congratulate your singer for getting Rocky Blyer into that song. <laughs> Fantastic! <laughs> Fantastic! Yeah. Before we get to Pat's brackets from Robert Harper, good day, Doctor Uncle Tony. As a Trinidadian, I usually hate this week until you spoke to Spike. My word, bass in the voice. How long have I been listening to this foolish show? I now love this week. Thank you, Spike. All right. Pat Forty joins us. And Pat is, this is what Pat does for a living. He covers college sports for Sports Illustrated. So he takes this personally when he finishes way up the track, which he finishes way up the track most of the time. And often comes on the show and says, this year, this year, I think I've got it. So Pat, this year, do you think you've got it? Absolutely. Yeah. I've learned from my past mistakes, now decades of them, I think dating back to yeah. when you were a newspaper guy and I was a newspaper guy. It's been a while, but yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm ready. Yeah. I think one year okay. I might have won, and this is going to be yes. year number two. Yes. Look out. Okay, good. All right, here we go. We'll start in the South, which is, for crazy reasons, Arizona's bracket. Give me any upsets in the first round in Arizona's bracket. Okay, uh, I'm going to take TCU over Seton Hall there. Horn Frogs uh-huh. uh, playing pretty well and coming out of a tougher conference. Yes, uh, I yes. am. The Big East is not what it was. No, it's not. You know, I, I mean, I think Villanova's good. I think UConn's good, but I, I, I'm not sold on this uh, Big East by any means. Uh, I okay. love Loyola Chicago over Ohio State. Ohio State is going the wrong way, as it often does at this time of year. And mm-hmm. Loyola is Loyola. They changed coaches, but still a lot of the core players who have been there during this great run, and they were a very impressive win in the Missouri Valley Conference Tournament. So I'm rolling with Sister Jean yet again. She's 102 years old. She is with us, and she is 102. 102. Yeah. All right, Arizona TCU. Um, Arizona. I, I think Arizona looks great. Uh, and that that mm-hmm. should not be a stressful second-round game. Okay, Houston, Illinois. That should be a stressful second-round game uh, for uh, for both teams. I'm going to take Houston there just on sheer toughness. Uh, Illinois has better talent, but they have a little bit of a glass jaw. Just don't see them being able to withstand tournament pressure. And Houston, they got a bunch of tough dudes. Okay, Colorado State, Tennessee. Tennessee there. I'm, I'm not sold Colorado State can get by Michigan, but if they do, they definitely can't get by Tennessee. I, Tennessee's guards are phenomenal. Okay. And Loyola, Chicago, and Villanova. Uh, I'll take Villanova in a tough uh, uh, Catholic school tussle there. It's going to be like 58 to 52. Uh, but Villanova's got more shot makers than Loyola does. Yeah, I... Look, I like Villanova, and I really like Jay Wright, but every time I watch Big East games, I think these schools, they're not good. They're just not very good, right? You feel that way, don't you? Well, they're not very good. I, yeah, you know, and that, and Villanova's the best of them. And so, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I just don't see a lot of great talent, mm-hmm. great athletes uh, in that league right now. Arizona-Houston. Arizona, uh, again, I'm rolling – with the Wildcats, the one thing with them, Tony, is they are not experienced. They've got, like, no players who have done anything in the NCAA tournament, and they've got a first-year head coach. But 
talent and performance this year, really good. Tennessee Villanova. I'm going to take Tennessee there. Uh, I think the SEC is quite good, and the athleticism of Tennessee's guards will be difficult, I think, for Villanova to match. And will you take Tennessee over Arizona? I will not. Uh, okay. I think Tennessee's good, very good. But, again, I think, I think Arizona's one of two teams on another level at this point. Spoiler okay. alert for All the right. other one. Yeah, let's go to Kansas, the Kansas bracket, and give us any first-round upsets. Yeah, and this boy, this bracket, I think is could be wide open. Like I think Kansas got a pretty sweetheart draw because I think there's a lot of flawed mm-hmm. teams in there. Um, I will take Creighton over San Diego State in a nine-eight game. Creighton finished really well. Uh, might be Greg McDermott's best coaching job this year. Uh, I really like South Dakota State over Providence. I think Providence has been the luckiest team in America this year. South Dakota State doesn't even remember how to lose. I mean, it's been like since December, I think, since they've lost mm-hmm. a game. Uh, right. So I like them. Um, I, LSU got lucky because they don't have a coach, but they're playing a team that's just totally in the tank in Iowa State. If they were playing any other 11 seed, I'm picking them to lose, but not to Iowa State. So okay. uh, that's it. Just just those two upsets there. Okay, so so you have USC over Miami. A lot of people are picking Miami. They like that ten. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I went back and forth on that one. Uh, I don't love either team. I mean, so there, there's in that the bottom half of that bracket. I don't think I love any of them. I really don't. Okay, okay. Kansas Creighton. Kansas. Um, you know, I just think again that things break well for Kansas. I'm, I'm not sure why, but they do. And so I just think Creighton can win one game. I'm not sure they can win two. Iowa State, uh, Iowa rather, South Dakota State. Yeah, I'm going to take Iowa there. Uh, and I, I tell you, I, the way I, it's time to maybe finally take Iowa seriously for the first time in like two decades. They're, mm-hmm. They have firepower, man. They can really, really score. Now, can they stop anybody's the question, but they can certainly score well enough to beat South Dakota State. LSU, Wisconsin. Yeah, Wisconsin um, in a wrestling match, that's, that's not going to be a pretty game. Uh, but I, I will take the Badgers there. And will you take USC to just get rid of Auburn because they don't win away from home at all? <laughs> yes. Yes, I will. Auburn away from yeah. home is really susceptible. And really an amazing stat that I dug up, Tony. They, they have you know, maybe the number one pick in the draft in Jabari Smith. They have another guy who's a first-round talent in Walker Kessler with a great shooting percentage. And they have two guards who transferred in from losing teams who take more shots than those guys do. It makes no sense. Wendell Green is an Eastern Kentucky transfer who shoots the ball all the time, unless K.D. Johnson is shooting it all the time. And when they were eliminated in the SEC tournament, K.D. Johnson went 0 for 14, which is almost that's like a John Starks performance. How do you do that? I I don't know how you have the confidence to keep shooting. Yeah. But that's so cool. I, Auburn, right. I'm looking for the first, first team that can get rid of them, and that's, that's USC. Kansas-Iowa. Good game. Very good, good game. game. I'm taking Kansas, but it wouldn't shock me if Iowa takes them out. Okay. Wisconsin-USC. Uh, I am taking Wisconsin there. And, again, boy, I mean, the, the, the bottom half of the Midwest bracket is so uninspiring, it's unbelievable. Like, somebody's going to so, actually win that game and go to the Elite Eight. I'm going to say Wisconsin. And I'm going to assume you're going to take Kansas to get to the Final Four at that. Point. I am. Yep. And okay. again, I like. I think Let's Kansas m- is about the eighth best team in the tournament, but they can get to the Final Four. 
Let's go to the Gonzaga bracket and give us any upsets in the first round. Okay. Um, well, i tell you one thing. The Boise-Memphis game is going to be great. Both those teams, I think, were dealt a disservice by playing each other. Uh, I like the Rutgers-Notre Dame winner, which I'm going to say is Rutgers, to beat Alabama. I think Alabama, this Alabama team is not good. Uh, and that is it. So you're going to take Boise State? I am. Yep. Okay. And, I mean, and Memphis UConn, has, a, a has as like much UConn. talent as anybody, but they are very inconsistent. And I saw Boise State in person twice last week in Las Vegas. Really good. And they will guard you to death. Uh, they got size. They're well coached. They're veterans. So I, I, I say watch out for Gonzaga in the second round just because that's Mark Few's former assistant, Leon Rice, going up against him, and that'll be tough. But you think Gonzaga will prevail, I assume. I do, yes, yes. Okay. And UConn, Arkansas? Uh, I'm going to take Arkansas there in what should be a really good second-round game. Uh, Rutgers or Notre Dame, but you think it's Rutgers against Texas Tech? Yep, and I think Texas Tech wins that. In I mean, Texas Tech's just going to be beheading people like 51 to 45. It's going to be brutal, okay. but they're going to be effective. Michigan State, Duke. A lot of wins between those two guys. Neither team very good. Neither right, team. exactly. Uh, I, you know, it's so funny watching Duke. I was there, obviously, for Coach K's last game, and yeah. then watching the ACC tournament. I just, It feels like the whole K's last season has become a burden to a young team. They look spent. T- you know, they, they, they're not totally guarding anybody agree. anymore. Yeah. It's overwhelmed them. They, they're just yeah. no good. They've watched this thing happen, and they're young, and they don't get it, and they're going to lose early. They are. <laughs> yeah. you have them, do you have them losing to Michigan State or, or no? I, I don't because I think this is one of the worst Michigan State teams I've ever seen. They've got nobody special. Okay. Uh, you know, and, yeah. and I mean, Tom Izzo's done a lot of great things, but not with this team. So I'm taking Duke there. Okay, Gonzaga, Arkansas. I'm taking Gonzaga in a hell of a game. I think that's that's one of the best games, uh, certainly one of the best Sweet 16 games in the tournament. And Texas Tech-Duke. Yeah, I'm taking Texas Tech there. Um, and I think too tough, and, and as we've said, Duke's susceptible, worn down, yeah. young, and I just think they're just going to get beaten up by the Red Raiders. And then I assume you're going to take Gonzaga to go to the four. I am. Um, although I'm telling okay. you, like, Gonzaga was the overall number one seed, and I think they got the toughest region. I mean, I think the Boise State-Memphis winner is going to be good. The Arkansas, Arkansas is good. Texas Tech is good. I mean, they put a tough road in front of them. Okay, let's go to the Baylor region. Who you got in the upsets? <clears throat> let's see. There, I've got... Um, uh, I've got Virginia Tech over Texas, and that's it. And that, I, I may be Tech. falling into the, to the great Georgetown 2021 trap of seeing a team that wasn't going to make the tournament light it up and saying, oh, they figured it out, and then maybe they just had a really good weekend, uh, and they then flop. But, but boy, they, they, they were really good, and Mike Young's a very good coach, so I'm going to say the Hokies uh, can beat a Texas team that I, has been a pretty big disappointment. Okay. Baylor-UNC. Um. <clears throat> Tricky game. I'm going to take Baylor, but but I would not be shocked. UNC brings a lot of size, and they got four good players. And if they decide to guard people, they're they're very good. But I'm going to say Baylor more consistent. St. Mary's UCLA. Great game here. Like if they weren't playing each other, I could have either of them 
in a regional final because I think St. Mary's is excellent. Saw him play in person against Gonzaga, but I love UCLA. It's just the gamers that are going to be there throughout a tight tournament, so I'm taking the Bruins. Virginia Tech, Purdue. I'm going with Purdue. Uh, I kind of I fell in love a little bit with Purdue in February, and they haven't really followed through for me, but a brilliant offensive team, Jaden Ivey, special talent, uh, and I'm going to bet that they get their February form back here and, and have a really good run. Okay, and in a game that, that people around the country won't care about, but every single person in the Commonwealth of Kentucky will tune into, Murray State, Kentucky. Oh, yes, they will. Absolutely. Um, and I just don't think Murray has the horses to deal with Oscar Shibway, you know, rebounding low post savant for Kentucky. So the racers, they got the best record in college basketball, 30 and two. But I'm afraid they're going to be 31 and three and out after that game. OK, that's you know what? They they should lose to Kentucky. They should yeah, actually they lose. Should. Kentucky is Kentucky. Uh, Baylor, if UCLA. they beat Kentucky, the Commonwealth will just implode. Because people will go be great. <laughs> should be fun. <clears throat> oh, Baylor, yeah. UCLA, who you got? Uh, I'm taking UCLA there. Um, you know, not a vintage. Like, this Baylor team is not as good as last year's. Uh, and I, I do think UCLA is going to win a succession of, like, four to six-point games as they just keep going in this thing. And Purdue, Kentucky. I uh, got Purdue there. They have the size to combat Sheepway. They got a 7-4 center. They've got a 6-10 backup. And, again, Jaden Ivey. Uh, might end up being the best player in the tournament. And then Purdue-UCLA. Yeah, great game, and I, I would like to pick them both, but I'm, I'm rolling with the Boilermakers there. A little bit more offensive uh, efficiency and cohesion. Okay, so now you have Gonzaga-Purdue. Who do you like in that? I can't go away from Gonzaga there. I think I, 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 I stuck my neck out far enough with Purdue getting them to the Final Four, uh, so... I am going with the Zags to make their second straight championship game. And Arizona-Kansas? Uh, Arizona potentially big. Again, if they handle the bright lights and the big stage, uh, definitely the better team. So this, you know, again, Pat, your job is to cover college basketball, so you watch all of these teams. I'm an East Coast person. I don't stay up late. I don't know the West Coast teams. I don't know anything about Arizona. Everybody's got Arizona going to the final. I know enough about Gonzaga. And for years and years and years, I said bet against them because I don't think that their conference prepares them. Their conference is much better this year. And, and the rest of the field isn't so good that they can't win. This is actually the year that I would pick them to win. Who do you have winning? I'm with you. I, I'm picking Gonzaga to win. I think that you know, again, the experience, and there's a lot of hunger. I think they they were kind of exposed and embarrassed a little bit on a physical toughness scale last year by Baylor in that championship game. So they, they did. Got they got killed. destroyed. So yeah. I think different mindset. And I'm telling you, the amazing thing, maybe the physically toughest guy on the team is the human scarecrow, Chet Holmgren. He's seven foot and yeah. he's 195, and you look at him and you're like. My God, eat a cheeseburger. You're so painfully thin. But he can bang <laughs> yeah. with people. He does not mind yeah. physical contact. And he's a really good defensive presence uh, in the low post. So I think he's the difference maker for them. And I'm, I think they cut down the nets. We will see. Thank you, Pat. We'll talk during the tournament. Thanks very much. My pleasure, Tony. Pat Forty, boys and girls, we will take a break. Greg Garcia will join us. I'm Tony Kornheiser. 
At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com therapy60. You're listening to the Tony Kornheiser Show. Oh, a rabbi and a priest, they walked into a feast. And by the time they left, they'd had a few. Father Brady, he was noshing on a couple ham and toshing. Rabbi Helman, he <laughs> with some corned beef from the deli. Not a bit of delicate essence did they do. Sure you weren't here for St. Pat's then? No, the rabbi said, just pour them. Well, what do you say? You pour them for me and I can pour them for you. <laughs> and they sang, hey folks, we made it. It's time to celebrate it. Neither Haman nor the snakes could do us in. When St. Patty's falls on poor them, I give out faith and begore them. The day on which by far the fewest throats will feel the parch. It's the night to serve Israelis manashevitz topped with baileys. And on pegs from Gaza, Kalapad, a carigold on her For it's then the whole Mishpucha and Makushla and Makree. Have a chance to bend the elbow and a dance to bend the knee. So dressed as Esther, your ancestor. Or wear an O the green. <laughs> Time to toast the Irish Hanukkah. Costumes and candy. Irish Hanukkah? <laughs> it's always eight days long. And they sang, hey folks, we made it. It's time to celebrate it. Neither Haman nor the snakes could do us in. When St. Patty's falls on poor I give up faith and vigor. I'm gonna drink until the two line up again. So raise a glass and have some fun. It will be 2041. Totally brilliant. It's called When St. Patty's Falls on Purim. It's sent us by Bridget Kalin, who writes, Dan Byrne messaged me a few days ago that he'd heard you'd played my duet with Scott Anthony. Yes, that's me name dropping. Sorry. Dan and I have played shows together in the past. I'm a huge fan of his, so that message made my day. I've always enjoyed your show. I want to send you a song I wrote a few weeks ago with my friend Gregory Maupin, whose voice you'll hear on the track. I'm an Irish Jew, and the collision of Purim and St. Patrick's Day this year screamed for its own highly specific holiday song. <laughs> it's silly and it's fun, and I hope it brings a smile. It's wonderful. Wasn't it? It's totally wonderful. It plays in Greg Garcia, who I hope was taking notes on that, <laughs> because you could use 
that so you could write a show <laughs> about that and use that as the song. Greg is going to tell us about that. Go ahead. No, that lead-in is the perfect mashugana for my Fakakta bracket pick. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. There you go. All right, we're going to start. We're going to start differently because it's Greg. We're going to start yeah. with the Gonzaga bracket. We're going to start with the West bracket. So tell me any upsets. And Greg has won this before. Greg I've has won. won. This before. I'm, no one's been champion since 2019 but me. What are you talking about? Won this before. He, he's won this before and again and again and again. So here we go. Yes. Go All ahead. Right. In the Gonzaga got, bracket. First round upsets. I got Memphis and I got Davidson. Got Davidson over Michigan State. Memphis yep. over Boise State, okay. Yep. Uh, oh, you you avoided, so you didn't take Vermont. Okay. No. A lot of people are taking Vermont. All Not right, me. here we go. Uh, Gonzaga, Memphis. Gonzaga. UConn, Arkansas. Arkansas. Have you watched either of these teams play? This year, have you watched no. any college basketball at all? No, that's what I thought. Uh, okay. I've watched. I have a select few teams I'm very passionate about, but no. Okay, all right. <laughs> Alabama, Texas Tech. Texas Tech. Here's the one thing about and my brackets too. I, I I was laughing because Wilbon says on Monday he couldn't pick because he needs a couple hours to pick his picks to make his picks. Yeah. I make these picks in less than two minutes. Okay, I open the website and click on these teams with the veracity of a three-year-old hopped up on Mountain Dew playing whack-a-mole with Chuck E. Cheese. All right, there you go. You don't put a lot of thought into it. Three times. Davidson Duke. Davidson Duke. (laughs) Davidson Duke. 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 Gonzaga, Arkansas. Gonzaga. And Texas Tech, Duke. Texas Tech. And who do you like in the Final Four from that region? Gonzaga. Okay. Everybody likes Gonzaga every year. Yeah. Uh, in the Baylor region, in the Baylor okay. region, what are your upsets in the first round? I got Akron and Virginia Tech. You're second person today with Akron. Nobody had picked them well, before. So- UCLA lost by five to Oregon. That's the one game I watched. Uh, mm-hmm. And Oregon's not even in the tournament. So I'm going with Akron. They didn't lose to Oregon. They did not. No. UCLA lost to Oregon. Baylor, yeah. UNC. Baylor, UNC. Uh, Baylor. Baylor. Okay. St. Mary's, Akron. St. Mary's. West Coast team. Virginia Tech, Purdue. Virginia Tech. And Murray State, Kentucky. Kentucky. Okay. Baylor, St. Mary's. Will you, how long will you go with St. Mary's? That's it. Baylor. I'm going with okay. Baylor. Okay. Okay, and Virginia Tech, Kentucky. Clearly, I have more faith in Hunter Couture than Sandy. I go Virginia Tech. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And I'll tell you, if it Hunter would be... needs, uh, if he ends up playing for the Lakers, I got a, a hoop in my driveway. He's welcome to use on the weekend. <laughs> All right? During the week, during the week, I hang laundry on it. But he's a good kid. I, I will tell you this: that was to me, that was a stunner beyond words. That Sand said, this kid, who I'd never heard of until that final game, grew, grows up across the street from him. That's so yeah. out of the blue, right, Greg? That's I, insane. I, I think it was a great story. And, I, and I'm rooting for the kid because I think he's putting all his eggs in the NBA basket because his major is human development. And I'm not sure what a degree in puberty is going to get you. But, <laughs> I, you know, I'm rooting for him. All right, Baylor, Virginia Tech. Baylor. Okay. 
That's the end of Hunter Couture or and his brother Hote Couture. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the Kansas region. Who you got okay, in the first round upsets? Richmond and Miami. Richmond and down at the bottom, Miami. So you like LSU, even though they have no coach. You like Wisconsin. I, you they like have no Providence. Coach, he, the coach was fired for something he did that's legal now, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but, legal like now. the cop showing up at my door with a picture of me smoking a doobie from 10 years ago. What are we doing here? Come on. <laughs> Get out. All right, Kansas, San Diego State. Kansas. Um, Richmond, Providence. Providence. And then uh, Wisconsin and Hello. Auburn. Okay. Okay. Kansas, Providence. Kansas. And at the and bottom? Then Auburn. And who do you like coming out? Auburn. Really? Well, yeah. you're the, okay, you're the one so far who has picked Auburn in this. Almost everybody else has picked Kansas. Let's go to the top right, the Arizona bracket. What kind of upsets you got? Now, okay, we got Michigan. We got Loyola, Chicago. And, Tony, before the bracket was announced, I thought I'd pick Tennessee to go far. But they have found themselves with a very unfortunate draw going against the Lancers of Longwood University out of Farmview, Virginia. It's a quality school, 87% acceptance rate, 68% graduation rate. Head coach Griff Aldridge has got this team gassed up, ready to go. Him and his assistants, Marty, Cody, Ronnie, really put the work in. And Donovan Williams has done a bang-up job of recruiting. I see the Lancers shocking the world, sending the volunteers back to Knoxville. Victoria Kinden writes, here's some Longwood gear for you at all, uh, all at Mr. Tony's podcast. I've listened to you on DC Radio and on the podcast for as long as I can remember. Thank you so much for your support. And then, of course, it is signed Go Wood, which is Longwood. <laughs> How are you so schooled in Longwood? Do you know that Finn of uh, Pineapple Landscaping went to Longwood? How are you so schooled in this, Greg? Here's the thing, Tony. I was born and raised in Virginia. Virginia boy at heart. And, and, and more importantly... You know I listen to the podcast religiously. I identify as a little. I don't identify as a big. I hear somebody writing in that Longwood is their school. I do a little research. I get behind a dark horse. That's how I roll. (laughs) (laughs) And you've got Longwood beating Tennessee. I got Longwood beating. It's bad news for the Tennessee kid, Nate Bargatze, our boy, because, yeah, the Lancers are taking it. Okay. Now we're good. All right. Arizona Seton Hall. Arizona. Okay. Houston, Illinois. Illinois. I'm going to save the other one for last. Loyola, Chicago, Villanova <laughs> at the bottom. Smart, smart man. Uh, Loyola, yeah. of Chicago. Wow. And now, our team, the Lancers against the overrated Michigan Wolverines. Who you got? Let me tell you about a man named Justin Hill, six-foot guard out of Houston, Texas, son of Keith and Donna Hill. Donna was an All-American at Virginia. Keith was an all-big West first-team selection at New Mexico State. Kids got championship blood coursing through his veins. Look for big things out of him against Michigan as the Lancers slapped Jawan Howard out of the tournament with a big win. And if they do, Jawan might hit them in the head because Jawan's got a temper tantrum. He might go back after them, yes. All right, top of the bracket, Arizona, Illinois. 
Illinois. Whoa, you got Arizona out right here. Oh, okay. They won by they beat Oregon by three. By three. Oregon's not in the tournament. They're out of there. Pac twelve, terrible. Ten, whatever they're called. We should tell people that the reason Greg follows Oregon is because one of his kids goes to Oregon, right? That's why you follow Oregon. Exactly. He's a duck. He's on I think one of your kids is on the Phil Knight scholarship there, where he gets as much Nike gear as he wants. (laughs) All right, so now Now Longwood against Loyola Chicago doesn't look that intimidating for Longwood. It really doesn't. Okay. Who no. you got in so this we got one? Long- Longville versus Illinois, or as they call it in Farmville, Illinois. But uh, yes. we got Deshaun Wade, 6'2 guard, has three siblings, Tony. Brittany, Emerald, and Corey <laughs> with three siblings rooting you on. How can you lose? Longwood rolls past Illinois with another upset. Okay, and so after they beat Loyola of Chicago, an Illinois school, you've got them against yet another Illinois school, the University in Champaign of Illinois. Who you got in this one? Okay, so wait, who do I have? Wait, what's the next pick? Longwood against Illinois to go to the Final Four. Longwood and Illinois. Oh, no, wait a second. I think I messed up here. We had Longwood and Loyola, Loyola Chicago. I did my yes, Loyola, did they... Illinois pick. Oh, you did Loyola? Yeah, I did. Oh, I, I, spoiler alert. I did, I did uh, Illinois instead of Loyola. I jumped a bracket. Well, I got them beaten. I got them beaten Loyola, Chicago, just so you know. You have who beating Loyola, Chicago? Illinois. Longwood. Longwood. That's what I said. So now, but they, now they are in the round of eight. You have them to the yep. round of eight where they have to play somebody. And that somebody, according to your bracket, is Illinois. Yes, but I messed up. I already said they're beating Illinois. I jumped the bracket. So, yes, they're beating. Okay. They're beating Illinois. They're billion, okay, beating because in Illinois. Yeah. There was that scary moment for me where I thought you'd run out of material <laughs> with all, all of the background of all of the players on Longwood. No, my bench, <laughs> so, trust I've, me, my bench runs deep with Longwood players. But I messed up. I jumped, I jumped ahead there. But, yes, okay. I had them sending Sister Jean back home in time for Sunday Mass. They're going to beat Loyola, okay. and then they're going to beat Illinois. They're going to take two Illinois schools out right in a row. That's what they're going yeah. to do. Okay. Destroy I'm them. good with that. Let's okay. go to the other side. Gonzaga-Baylor. Yeah. Who you got? I got Baylor. Baylor over Gonzaga. And yeah. Longwood-Auburn. Who you got? All right, so now I got a guy named Leslie. I can pronounce his last name if you gave me a year to try to do it. But uh, uh, Leslie is a 6'7 junior out of Lawrenceville, Georgia. Plans to study business administration. He'll be taking care of business, and he, uh, they, they take care of Auburn. Longwood advances. So now, other than people who live in Farmville, Virginia, and not all of them, you're the only person in America who has Longwood in the final game, and you have Longwood against Baylor. Who you got? Okay. I'm not going to lie. This is where I think Longwood's going to get tested. All right? I see this game. I see, I see this game as being very physical, lots of people fouling out, and that's when you need to look to the bench for a hero. So let me introduce you to Jesper Granlund, 6'6 forward out of Helsinki, Finland. Jesper doesn't get a ton of playing time, but he put up 14 points against Radford, every C student safety school. Radford's the frosty <laughs> state of Virginia. 
Yeah. And 14 points against Radford's nothing to sneeze at. So my prediction for this game, after everyone else has fouled out, I see Jesper coming in, dominating, eventually dribbling down the court with three seconds left, down by two. Old Yesby tosses up a desperation half-court hook shot, which sails through the air in slow motion. And Tony, somewhere in this favored land, the sun is shining bright. The band is playing somewhere, and somewhere hearts are light. And somewhere men are laughing, somewhere children shout. But there is no joy in Farmville. Mighty Jesper just threw the ball into the 12th row. Baylor. (laughs) Baylor takes the title for the second year in a row. I hope you're right. (laughs) I hope you're right with all of these picks. Wouldn't it be great if I was right? Yes, it would be. We would all go to Farmville and celebrate. Here's the last thing I'll say about these picks, if anybody's confused by my picks. First of all, you know, I'm a Virginia guy, true and true, loyal. But at the same time, a lot of people are comparing my three-year reign as champion to when Kelsey Grammer was just winning Emmy after Emmy for Frazier, and then he did the classy thing, and he took himself out of the competition. I think it would have been classier if he just acted poorly for a whole season. <laughs> and, and then let those losers feel they beat the chump honestly. That's funny. It's the honorable thing to do, yes. Yeah, I like that. It's the honorable like thing to do. But go Longwood. All right. Thank you, Greg. Greg hey, Garcia, boys and girls. Makes me laugh. All the time. Always has. We'll take a break, and we have email and jingle when we return. I'm Tony Kornheiser. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is the Tony Kornheiser Show. Here comes Tony's mailbag. Get your emails, faxes, and your notes. Here comes Mr. Tony's mailbag. I want to read some for all of your folks. Darius, thank you. Uh, Nigel Bethesda Bagel app. Yes, Bethesda Bagels. We love them. You will as well. Just go to BethesdaBagels.com for a location in the D.C. area nearest you. Then pop on in and you'll be thrilled. Um, so Nigel every day usually has song lyrics. This may or may not be a song lyric. I don't know what it is. Oh, no. It says, is that my sweet Rachel's voice or am I going with sugar? <laughs> and I don't know what that's from. That's Marilyn Hack from the movie Home for Purim. Oh, okay. Home for Purim. Purim starts today. For all of you people wondering when Purim starts, Purim starts today. So go get Hamantash. All right. That's great. Thanks to our guests today, Chuck Todd. That's a very funny movie. Of course, all those movies. Christopher <laughs> Guest movies are all fun. Uh, Chuck Todd, Pat Forty, Greg Garcia, thanks to today's sponsor, Indochino. Remember, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and Odyssey. If you get show through Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review. Uh, this is the, the note that I'm going to crack up on and just start crying, but it's from Stephanie Evans, who's a nurse. 
says, I've been an avid listener for many years. I've never emailed the show. I'm an inpatient oncology nurse at a large hospital. I have a story about how your show allowed me to bond with a patient who had been extremely emotionally shut down. On our unit, we have patients that will spend weeks with us at a time. For their treatments, I try to form as many bonds as possible. As I'm sure you can expect, with a cancer diagnosis, many patients are scared and depressed when they come to me, so creating a connection can be difficult. Anyway, on to the story. I have a patient who had been through three cycles of treatment, always with a flat effect and would barely speak to me unless it was about his treatment. I tried bonding with him over animals, family, sports, and really any subject in between with zero success. His wife would apologize, saying he's just scared. One day I walked into his room, and what was he wearing, you ask? He was wearing a TK hat. Obviously, he got a hearty lachiserie from me, followed by a TK salute from him. His wife looked at us very strangely and said, what the hell is wrong with you two? We both started laughing and explained to his wife, and she responded, not you two, <laughs> which received more laughter. After that day, my patient and I bonded quickly. He began to open up to me more and more. Many days, I would sit in his doorway and chat while listening to the podcast with him. I can't reveal his name due to HIPAA, the HIPAA things, but I assure you he's listening. Next month will be his last cycle of treatment. It would make his day if you wished him good luck. I apologize for the length of this email, but I wanted you to know what your show means to us. I'm sure you think of the show as entertainment, but it has meant more than that during COVID. Some days I leave the hospital tearful, but I still turn on the podcast for my drive home to give my mind a break. It provides me with a sense of normalcy during this abnormal time, if that makes any sense at all. We thank you and the team for continuing to do your show during the pandemic. And if you do not have an official oncology nurse, please regard this email as my application, Stephanie Evans, who says she has, I have a piano as her ringtone. <laughs> That's all you need to know. Yeah. It's just lovely. It's phenomenal. From John Silkey in uh, Silver Spring, Maryland, when there was still discussion about who to blame for the lockout, the players or the owners, Tony mentioned having a discussion with a guy behind the pharmacy counter when he picked up a prescription. I immediately thought, hey, I know that guy. Turns out he's the husband of one of the best administrative assistants in Montgomery County Public Schools who I work with, Sandy. I asked if her husband, Scott, had chatted with Tony about baseball recently, and this morning she confirmed he did. Of course, when Sandy told Scott he had a mention on the podcast, Scott turned to Sandy and asked, what is a podcast? <laughs> yeah, Scott was there, and, uh, and Sean was there. Sean was the one, the, the actual pharmacist, who said to me, well, they make so much money. Well, players, they make so much money. Uh, Raymond Hando, Flemington, New Jersey. On Friday's show, you said the French press left grounds in your coffee, as Carly Simon would say. Grounds in my coffee? I double-checked, and the Internet said it was clouds in my coffee, which is what I have always thought it was. Grounds in my coffee doesn't make sense. I had some dreams there were grounds in my coffee. See what I mean? No sense. Why would the dreams become coffee grounds? P.S. I woke up Friday morning about 5 a.m., and let's spend the night together was stuck in my head. Six hours later, and what song is quoted on your show, Let's Spend the Night Together? What are the odds? PPS or PSS. I also journal every day, and I love Brackets Week. <laughs> it sounds like clouds in my coffee, but I don't know what clouds in my coffee means, so I just assumed it was grounds in my coffee, and it just, just that stuck. makes sense to me. What can I say? From Todd Urkel in Pittsburgh. Friday's lineup, last Friday, locking for a burn darling, rivals the likes of Rose Griffey Morgan of the Big Red Machine and All in the Family, the Jeffersons and Mary Tyler Moore 1970s sitcom. P.S. Ken Griffey Jr. and Stan Musial share not just a birthplace, Denora, I think it's pronounced, Pennsylvania, population 4,598, but also a birth date, November 21st. That's, that, that was pretty cool. That's interesting. Yes. From Kelly Cardin in Ozark, uh, Missouri. So now we are confessing minor crimes in our childhood, opening ourselves up to penance and healing by laying out our sins in the church of Satchmo. Well, you can forget that. I can spot a setup when I see one. From Charlie Fischel in Norfolk, Virginia. Ask Michael if the Union 76 station in Fancy Gap, Virginia still sells bazooka bubblegum. I may not have paid for a piece in 1970. <laughs> 
Uh, Justin Johnson, Arlington, Virginia. I'm so glad Steve Sands opened up a safe space for us to admit our childhood regrets. In the sixth grade, I was at Jeff Davis's. When out of curiosity, I picked up his bedroom phone and pressed the M1 or Memory 1 button, which saved program phone numbers. After a ring or two, the other end answered, 911, what's your emergency? Shocked, I hung up the phone immediately. About two minutes later, the phone rang, and I heard Jeff's mother answer the phone and begin apologizing profusely. After getting off the phone, she proceeded to scold Jeff's younger brother, Adam, who apparently had a history of prank calling 911. I felt terrible. There's no way I was fessing up after hearing the way she screamed at Adam. It feels really, really good to get this off my chest. There you go. I, I like this game. Yes. I wonder what happened to Adam. From Mike Mabry. Is Mike Young, the Virginia Tech basketball coach from Radford, Virginia, now famous enough to get a mention on the show? I wrote last week that he would someday lead the Hokies to an ACC championship, but even I did not expect it to happen this year. I used to play basketball with Mike in the driveway of his house in Radford. That goal with its UNC Tar Heels emblem, we were both fans then, still stands. I will leave it to Alanis Morissette to decide if it was ironic or just coincidence that the Hokies not only defeated but destroyed UNC to make the final, and then they destroyed Duke. From David Lombardo in Saratoga Springs in New York. Do we, do we have time? We absolutely you do. You just tell me when you want me to get out. Yeah. Dear Mr. Tony, professional golfer and broadcaster Dottie Pepper was born in my hometown of Saratoga Springs, which has less than 18,000 people when she was born there in 1965. After college, I lived in a house that had a backyard abutting her backyard, which had a pool and was out of sight from us because of a tall fence. For more than a year, I talked about wanting to jump into that pool. Of course. One night during a party at our house, when some alcohol may have been consumed, my best friend and roommate noted that Dottie Pepper was out of town for a golf event. That was enough motivation for him, my brother, and me to strip down to our underwear, run around the corner of our block, and into our famous neighbor's backyard. Upon entering the backyard, I was shocked to learn there was no pool and started shouting, no pool, no pool, as the three of us ran a lap around the yard before exiting. Fast forward to 12 years later, and I still don't know why I thought Dottie Pepper had a pool. It just it carried with life. Brian Lopina. All right, one more. No pool. Born in no Arizona, pool. moved to Babylonia, King Tut. That's it. No other guy ever pulled that off. And from Ed Butt. When I bought my 2015 Subaru, Subaru 3.6R, the, quote, luxury model, the young salesman spent well over an hour showing me how to operate all of its high-tech features. When he got to the side mirror, he explained that it would reposition itself automatically for my wife and for me. Had a collision avoidance sensor and a warning light, could be electrically diced and defrosted, de-iced and defrosted, and had an LED light to illuminate the ground as I approached the car with the key fob in my pocket. I said, wow. And how much is it going to cost to replace if I sideswipe a deer and break it off? He looked at me quite seriously and said, you do not want to know. <laughs> how about $1,650? Yeah, you do not want to know. If you're out on your bike tonight, everyone, as always, do wear white. Uno, duo, trace. Sartis, <laughs> Now that's, okay, now that's Gretchen Wu's class. Yes, sixth graders. And we voice. asked for a crest that would mean enough Will Bond. Yes. And they, uh, they proceeded to tell us, what's this, the words? Yeah, Satis Will Boney. Satis. Yes. Stop. <laughs> Say, yeah, it's like be enough, sated. Yeah, enough, enough Will Bond. Enough yes. Will Bond. <laughs> Satis Will Boney. Let's get, <laughs> let's get things made up. Let's get a crest. Yeah, and put it on a jacket. <laughs> put it on one of Will Bond's $5,000 sport coats. Right? If you're out on your bike tonight, everyone, as always, do wear white. Tom Brady's unretired, Giselle needed a dryer, 
He's sick of household pliers. Tom Brady's unretired. Tom Brady's unretired. He's bored and uninspired. With yard work he was mired. Tom Brady's unretired. Gosh, that loss to the Rams was quite a blow. That ain't why a guy comes to Tampa Bay, you know. Tom Brady's unretired. Obama's been rehired. Bring back Rocky Blyer. Tom Brady's unretired. Tom Brady's unretired. His new plans, they backfired. Guess he's just hardwired. Tom Brady's unretired. <laughs> It's always eight days long. And they sang, hey folks, we made it. It's time to celebrate it. Neither Haman nor the snakes could do us in. When St. Patty's falls on poor I give up faith and vigor. I'm gonna drink until the two line up again. So raise a glass and have some fun. It will be 24 